I'm Madeline Walter. I'm Ben Axelrad, and we're both hypochondriacs. I think I'm sick when I'm not. And anytime I'm sick, I think I'm a goner for sure. We're the hosts of Definitely Dying, the podcast that's a safe space for listeners and funny friends to talk openly about their medical dramas, both real and imagined. We're part of the UCB Comedy Podcast Network, with new episodes released every Tuesday. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you love to get your podcasts. Stay healthy. Hello, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most, no, not Beetlejuice, Dan Black, Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. the modern-day goof Haraja, Donnie Capri, Donnie Kayfade, coming at you like Cleopatra, gabba gabba yee, gabba goo, gabba. Hey, everybody, listen, welcome to the most... Must listen to wrestling podcast. Mm, cow TV. <laughs> How does the Miss do that? <laughs> uh, Welcome to the most listened cow T- Miss TV. You know, I always like that because I like his timing where he lets the crowd say Miss TV and then he just like Miss TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because he, you know, he like fell into that. Welcome to the most. Listen to, what does he say? Must see TV. I don't. I don't know. All right, guys. He says it so fast, I can't hear it. Zick, can we start this over? No. Okay. <laughs> no, we can't start over. Anyway, hey guys, we got a lot. Of, I mean, we, we got way too much hot, hot wrestling content to get into. Yeah. But before we do, uh, hey, you can cash in and get your opinion on the show. That's a feature, just like the cash in that Carmella is holding, which you will cash in probably at WrestleMania. Uh, and she's going to insert herself into that match. You can insert yourself into this match, the match of the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, by calling and leaving a voicemail at 316 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Gabba, gabba, yee. Hey, PJ, our guest, PJ McCormick, don't worry, I'm going to calm down in a second. Hey, how's it's it going? Just, hey, hey, Thanks for hey, having hey. me here. It's also, uh, it's also uh, untrue. He's not going to calm down. Gala, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I will. I will. Hey, guys, remember this? So this is what a sold-out bars case looks like. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, uh, Hold on a second. Hold on what? Listen. When we do stuff in the ring, we do it in the ring. We don't do, <laughs> we do our, we let our aggressions in the ring. We're going to do stuff when you do stuff in the uh, ring. I love Kurt Angle. Oh, well, you guys remember this one? You're listening to the comedian of the podcast. Yes. That's when you called the wrestling, the, the podcast, the comedians of podcast. Yeah, it's a better name for the podcast. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. You're listening to the comedians of podcast. You remember that? When you messed up? Of course, you, I didn't mess up. Better, I meant dude. to say. Yeah. Should have known better, dude. <laughs> that's still, that's the best Seth Rollins thing ever. Okay, anyway, let's, let's, uh, yeah, all right, got my E. Let's get into the show. Uh, man, a lot happened this week. PJ McCormick, our guest, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks for having me. This is a shit wild week of wrestling, and oh, yeah. I love it. Shit it brings wild. me back to the Attitude Era, and I'm so excited. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so, um, PJ. Interesting. PJ's a hilarious comedian. He performs uh, here at the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater. Uh, oh, no. I gave up our secret location. <laughs> We're going to have to move. Oh, no, but they'll never find us. They'll go to Franklin. We're at Sunset. Oh, no. Oh, no. What a goof. All right. So, um, no, but you also were a professional wrestler. 
Uh, yeah. Um, when I was 16, I started training at uh, Tugboat Taylor's School of Professional Wrestling in Houston. It was right oh, next shit. to Minute Maid Park. You grew up in Houston? Yeah, yeah. I've been to Minute Maid Park. Oh, what yeah. A, hey, I got a question for you about that park. Okay, shoot. It's a retractable dome. Uh-huh. That can't be the best way to make a retractable dome, right? Uh, it takes up two sides. It slides off and then takes up another whole field. You have a degree in engineering, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah There's um, got to be a better way to do that, right? <laughs> to collapse into itself. I got chairs with better technology than that. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Alex. I didn't come here to talk engineering. <laughs> uh, oh, he walked out. PJ just walked out. Yeah. He left. Oh, we're going to have to rebook him. Yeah. All right, he's coming back in. He's coming back in. All right, Dude, sorry all right. about that. <laughs> Uh, you, but yeah, yeah. Um, I learned from him. Uh, I did it for three years. From uh, uh, I started out in what was called Warriors of Wrestling, um, and that was like in a VFW hall with like a very low ceiling. Like we couldn't do anything off the top rope, second rope max if we wanted to do any high flying. And then really, from there, like you would hit the if you just did like an elbow off the top rope, you would just hit the ceiling. Yeah, it was like uh, you know, like uh, when you're in an office, like the the ceilings that are like really flimsy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like made out of. Um, I mean, I it's, like, it's like a soft no, material. I never had a job. I don't. Yeah. I never been to an office. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it Sad. was uh, it was like really flimsy. So like we would knock them yeah. out all the time. Just even doing like suplexes, you right. know. We we couldn't do like stalling suplexes. We had to do snap suplexes because it's shorter, you right. know. Right. Um, but from there, like I, I would travel around. I started out as like a cocky heel uh, named Johnny Ender, but I was like so tiny, so small. Uh, so then they gave me the nerd gimmick. Uh, yeah, I saw you were the Nerdy Boys. Yeah, I was in the Nerdy Boys with uh, Chris Crony, uh, who is now a sheriff in Houston. Wow. <laughs> sheriff uh, Andrew Crouch. Uh, but he and I, we wrestled as the Nerdy Boys for three years, and then we ended up in uh, RCW, River City Wrestling. Um, and that was in San Antonio, and we did like a lot of like you know ladder matches and like hardcore matches there. Yeah. Did you... Uh... Were you into comedy then? Yeah, because did, did you get into the nerdy boys because you were into comedy, or like because the, the video that Newman sent me, you fall like kind of like uh, what was his name? The guy fell um, when the oh god the with the stormtrooper helmet. Oh, Shockmaster! Oh, yeah, Shockmaster! Shock yeah. You felt like the Shockmaster. Yeah, I came out as uh, I did a Shockmaster Pratt fall. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then uh, we circle around the ring, and then I would take another Pratt fall because we would like bump into each other, and then I also take another bump. I took three. I think I took four bumps right uh, before that match even started. Just doing Pratt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the guy over the road. The one guy says uh, "fuck," and then you took a bump. Yeah. Because of the word fuck, which I thought was yeah. very funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that guy was awful. Really he funny. was just doing, like, a bunch of, like, uh, it was just all slurs. Like, his opening promo was just making fun of uh, yeah. terrible Well, it's terrible because slurs. he is part of a phenomenon that I refer to as the swamp. Oh, yeah. He, there's a, a large portion of wrestling fans and wrestlers who are... Just uh, swamp creatures. Yeah. Like they're they what they think is funny is is demeaning and mean, and they're just not bright, so they can't be clever. So here's yeah. the thing about the swamp. We call it the swamp. I, I send Newman. I don't <laughs> post him because we have. To, remember, join the comedians of wrestling Facebook page if you're gonna get your opinion out there. You gotta join. It's the preeminent group for jabronis. It's jabroni act, <laughs> um, and um, it's also the most just just. 
cult, a nice environment for yeah. wrestling. There's some. There's a not hostile disagreement. There's just opinions flying and respect for it. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, but like, I'll I send Newman like stuff from the swamp. <laughs> Yeah. The thing I sent him, I, I was about to post it and be like, this is bad, but I'm like, posting it is like part of the problem. Right. So I just sent it to you to be like, can you believe someone made this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I sent you today. It was insane. The, the Batista bomb Yeah, the one? Batista bomb. Where it was just... like a four, four, pa- uh, what do you call them? Panel. Panel. Yeah. Uh, cartoon that was just like, it was like a guy like, go, like he's going to make out with a girl. It's like, grab her waist. Like, bring her close. Touch your lips to her lips. And then Batista bomber. That's it. Like, yeah. there's, right? There's no joke to it right. at all. Yeah. It's and it's just like a reference. It's yeah. a wrestling reference. Right. Yeah. It's just like, hey, if you're gonna when you touch a girl, that's almost like setting up a wrestling move, I guess. Right. And then it's just like a visual of a guy slamming a girl to the floor, and then people post it like that's comedy. They love it. And dude, like I said, I I stay up at night thinking, like as comedians, what are we even trying to do? Like. We, we we work on our craft. We hone jokes. Dan, you're up there. You're you're like you know you're, you're working on your set. Yeah. You know you're you're crafting it, and then yeah. you have people who post, uh, how isn't Alexa Bliss's butt big? Yeah. And then L O L O L O L, and then that's comedy to people. Well, it's funny. What the fuck are we doing? And they post a picture of like Alexa holding a pig. Yeah. And then it says like, it's like uh, oh see Alexa and Sasha do get along. Right. Like is that is the joke and that she's like, a pig? Like, oh, it's it? funny. You're like, I mean, well, you know, pro wrestling, like, you, you don't have to be a rocket science scientist to understand what's going on. It's just like watching MMA. Like, right. two people are duking it out in the ring. Mm. Someone's gonna win either by you know w- win clean or win dirty. You right. know, uh, so like, yeah, it does attract people that are into like the low hanging fruit. Like, whenever I used to wrestle, I, I would go to like the smallest bumfuck towns around Texas. Yeah. But, like, everyone was so sweet and super nice. Like, I, I really, like, I loved performing in front of them because they were so into it. Right. Yeah. But also, you know, it, it you know, wrestling is kind of stupid. How also. dare you? How dare you? <laughs> it is dumb get out of here. what we do, you know? No, it totally. It is. So, all right. So, because we have so much to get into, I got I to gotta rush things. Yeah. But, so, you started wrestling, and then how fast, how quick until you were, like, a full-on worker? Well, I, I did backyard wrestling when I was, like, 14 for right. until 16. I trained for three months, and then while I was training, I was I did refereeing. front yard wrestling, by the way. Front yard? Yeah, because my front yard was bigger than the backyard. <laughs> oh, okay, I got So you. I did front yard wrestling. And but was there a good tree with, like, a limb that could, like, count as jumping off a balcony or something? Uh, no, there was a, it was, like, a front deck. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> was, yeah, well, anyway. I had a 14 by 14 square trampoline in my backyard. Oh, nice. So all my friends would get together and I would jump off backyard. the roof. Uh, Shit. Bumps. Like, I, I made like a table out of just like cardboard and Dude, two ladders. And did we you ever it. jump on it and then you on it too much of an angle? So then you jumped like into your neighbor's like bedroom and then the, <laughs> like there's a lady changing or something Every like that. time. That okay. was the first naked girl I saw. <laughs> yeah. I used to do, I used to do living room wrestling, which looking back was just one of the older kids in the neighborhood like shoot beating us up. Yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah, crazy thing is we used to like back rest, backyard, yeah, that, that happened to me. Yeah. Actually this fucking asshole, this guy, I'll say his name, his name was Gabe Valverde. Ooh, this Gabe guy Valverde. Was a That's fucking, a good name. You piece of shit, Gabe Valverde. Fuck so you, this Gabe. is a guy like used to like bully, bully, me and my friends, but like we weren't nerds. 
Right. Do you know what I mean? He used to like, and we're like, yo, stop bullying us. We're fucking cool kids. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, this doesn't make sense. But like, it's like, if this guy was such an aggressive bully that he could bully anybody. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, but like one time he was like, we were just like talking about wrestling and then he just like, he just like full on gave me like, a rock bottom on the hallway floor. Oh, my back and my head hit it and I remember like being like, yo, what the fuck, man? But I got up like, yeah, that was hilarious. Because <laughs> like, I, yeah. I would like kids, uh, I would let kids body slam me um, in high school to like, you know, be cool. Like there was this guy, Daryl Statton, like this huge yeah. black guy, just really big guy that lived in my street. And then like, you know, I would just, I would put a chair down and be like, hey, uh, when everyone comes out to cl- uh, out of class, just yeah. like throw me on it. And <laughs> setting up spots. Me That's fucking it. awesome. <laughs> Did you do any hardcore shit? Did you take any staples uh, to the dick? No, I nearly <laughs> had a match with, um, Oh, what's that guy's name? He was in The Wrestler. He did the hardcore match. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he, with with uh, the, the skinny the staple dude. one. Oh, fuck. oh um, it's uh, not just incredible. No, no. Sandman. No. Uh, uh, I mean, he was like Sandman, but um, I nearly I know, had I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, I, I nearly shit myself. I was so scared. You did like, it or no? Well, I, I didn't know. Uh, luckily, because like, I just showed up to like, uh, I think I like had to meet up with Hernandez from TNA. Do right. you know him? No. He was in LAX. Uh, no. The big Mexican dude. Um, like, was Conan in LAX? Yeah. The Barbarian? Conan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hernandez yeah, yeah, yeah. and the smaller dude. I only remember that because that was before I ever stepped foot in, in Los Angeles or California. Yeah. And just being like, you just knew LAX. And I, 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 I put it together later that LAX was the airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it the Latin American exchange? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but I was like, this is the, yeah, it's not that's not clever. But now I think it's clever. Yeah, I think I had to go pick up Hernandez for the, like the next show, and they tried booking me in the Nerdy Boys right. like, against him, but then it fell through. But I did do a, like I did ladder matches. I would you know go through tables. I would take like uh, big dives. Um, I was a high flyer. And like I just didn't care. Did you, know? you do flips? Yeah, yeah. I would do like swanton bombs. Oh um, shit! To the outside from the top rope. Uh, I don't think I ever did that. Like once What's you get the in the ring. What's the biggest bump you took? Uh, I actually yeah, it was a swanton. Oh shit! But it was a running swanton. Uh, to the outside over the top over the top rope. Shit. Um, and the guy was the my trainer's son, Chaz Taylor. Right. And he didn't catch me right. He went backwards. He claims to this day that it wasn't his fault. It was my fault. But I was in the air. How could I have adjusted? That's your fault, He man. took you a tw- step backwards. I, uh, my body went on, you know, like hit his bicep in a weird way. He, like, uh, tore his bicep. Oof. And then I took a – I did a front flip dive onto him, ricocheted off of him, did a backflip, and then landed on the back of my head. Oh, fuck. And that was the first time I did that. The second time, I was fully concussed. Um, That was the worst injury. Like, uh, I did a a front flip swanton dive to the outside. Two of my opponents were holding my tag team partner in, like, a cross-body position. Right. And then I dove onto him. My back hit my partner's back, and then I slid um, I slid off him, fell on the back of my head, and I wrestled the rest of the match like completely unconscious. I don't remember the match. That's Whoa. fucking crazy. Yeah. So okay. So then, uh, <laughs> so my next question is, what's the biggest injury you had? It was that concussion. That concussion. Yeah, that knock. That How do you I know you're gone. concussed? You. Uh, all I remember was doing that move, and then a split second later, I was like being carried to the back, and I like my my eye was swollen. Right. Um. 
uh, yeah, like I just like kept doing elbow drops. So what was, what was your goal? Like, did, did you ever want to be in WWE? Yeah, that was a big goal of mine. And this was like, this was back in like 2005, 2006 when I was doing it. Um, and so like it was before Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, like they were still uh, in the indies when I was. Right. Um, so like after a while, I kind of realized like I'm too small. So yeah, know, how I'll big? Of, that's my it. question. Is like so how like how big of a dude are you? Like you know uh, whatever lofty goals I have about comedy, like they're, they're not my physical size and and even almost my age. Uh, you know, uh, except for certain jobs or whatever, yeah. doesn't restrict me from doing that, and that's like a big comfort to me. Yeah. I feel like in wrestling, like I always admire these guys who are like, like a Daniel Bryan. It's like yeah. how much it, there's so much. To, even when I, when I go to PWG and I see these guys who have incredible talent, but I'm like, your body looks like shit. Yeah. Like you're you like I'm not sure you're. It looks like you don't have much mic charisma. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like. Oh man, it's amazing for you to believe in yourself in that way. But I'm sure I'm just deluding myself in a way, you know. I, I don't think everyone's goal is to get to WWE. Right. I so mean, look what, at what's going on right now with like New Japan, um, Ring of Honor, all these incredible federations right. that are outside of WWE, and then they have con creative control over their characters. Right. Um. Uh. I don't think WWE like is the end all be all anymore. I mean, it's definitely the biggest, the big show. Like, you know, you got someone like AJ Styles who no, finally got there. But people were making the comment like, oh, there, we need, uh, I, you know, I often hear, oh, we need like a WCW, you know? Right. And I'm like, oh, I actually think like uh, that would be cool, sure, if we had one. But isn't the indie scene its own WCW? Like that, exactly. there's a whole industry where right. we actually don't really need a WCW, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a rich roster and they all jump around to different federations, you know? You can just be a fan of the indies. No, I mean I know I know people who don't watch WWE at all yeah. and are like hardcore wrestling fans. And yeah. I, I to me that blows my mind cuz I I wouldn't I could not be a fan of indie wrestling without WWE. I know sure. that about myself. Yeah, me too. I need the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Like, I need that. I need that, like, w w a classic, you know. I mean, I'm a guy who looks at a Randy Orton. I'm like, ooh, that's a spicy meatball yeah. uh, uh, look-wise. Like, I understand the appeal of it. Um, so, cool. So, what made you quit? And then what made you switch? Or you, well, you, I guess you kind of said that. You just kind of were like, I don't think I'll make it. And then what made you switch to comedy? Were you doing comedy the whole time? And I, well, I mean, like, doing the stuff I was doing was, like, a lot of comedy spots, you know? Right. Um, so, like, the intro of my matches, I would always do something <coughs> silly, and then by the end of the match, it was, like, hardcore, high-flying, you know, very technical stuff, you know? Um, I wasn't, like, the greatest, but, like, I could hold a match together, and, you know, I was getting good pops, you know? Right. Um, but, uh, like, I was getting hazed a lot. Honestly, um, oh wow! Tell us about that. By other, by other wrestlers. Yeah, like they uh, shit in your bag. Um, they were, they weren't as bad to me because I was so young as they were to other guys. Um, but like I've seen, like I've so seen corny. guys like piss in like other wrestlers' boots while they weren't around. Um, what the fuck is uh, with that shit? I remember one time, like me and my tag team partner, I was traveling with the treats, the Texas treats. Uh, <laughs> And th we had, like, a good feud going in Texas. Like, we were main eventing a lot right. of, like, indie venues. And um, Hernandez was like, all right, you guys got to, uh, we're going to pull up in the middle of this intersection. You're both going to strip down your underwear, crisscross. Johnny, you're going to go over to Wendy's. Crony, you're going to go over to McDonald's. And whoever brings back McFlurries or Frosties, uh, the fastest gets to put their clothes back on. Whoever doesn't has to goatsy 
uh, the audience as we're pulling in. And so, like, I was left because it was a family Swamp. in front of me. Yeah. But bullying yeah. is, I, 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 I toxic, toxic masculinity. That shit, but it's, I, I, uh, that nothing I hate more than that. I've always hated it. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend growing up who, like, I, I, I realized, like, I, 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 I bumped into him as adults. We're not friends anymore. We stopped being friends really early on because everyone stopped hanging out with him. Right. And I bumped it, and I was like, oh, this guy's just a perpetual bully. And yeah. I can enjoy him now when I see him because I'm like, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. Right. But you're like, oh, I never liked that behavior. From no. my from when I was young, I always was like, what is that? Just I, don't, be cool. I do not get that. Just I mean, be nice. We're I, being yeah. professionals, you know? Yeah. We're all doing something that it's we're passionate funny. about. It's not funny. I think it's just, I think. The problem, it's like, you oh, you made a great point about comedy, where you're like, everyone thinks they're a comedian. Yeah. Mm. You know? Um, all right. Well, just for time, this, we can go on a whole yeah. Uh, yeah. tangent. I do, have, I do have one question. Yeah. So when you're doing, like, when you're on uh, like a mess hall team, you're doing improv, is there, like, something, do you have, like, a charisma switch that you flip as far as, like, to, like, ingratiate yourself to the audience? Like, do you get into the same Do mindset? you have your own entrance music? For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, when you're in the ring, you knew, like, if I do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to get a pop from the audience or like you kind of like knew like how to command their attention um i mean like i do take a lot of bumps when i perform you know like just because i know how to do it so like you know you'll grab my wrist i'll do a front flip you know uh, (laughs) for no reason you know um so like uh it's different though because uh here in improv people want to be impressed by your intellectualism and i notice whenever i do bumps it's more just like ooh. And yeah. I don't know if it's like, ooh, that's painful, or ooh, he's really got nothing right now. Oh, uh, I guess uh, I meant, I guess my question it was more like when you're on stage, as far as like feeling comfortable on stage and, and commanding the attention of the audience, is there, do you find a similarity between like your attitude in the ring and your attitude on stage? It's different, man. Different? Yeah, it's way different. Like, uh, you, you, I don't, I don't. In wrestling, like you got to be over the top. You got to right. perform as if there's like twenty thousand people, and you're performing to the rafters, even though there's only twenty people in the audience. You right. know, but you have to be ah, over the top, make like the funny faces and stuff. Right. Uh, I think when you do that in improv, um, it, it's just not my style. Of right. Comedy, yeah. Yeah. It can be interpreted know? as broad. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I grew up watching. I, I grew up in England uh, initially. I was born there, and oh. I grew up watching like oh. Faulty good, Towers, uh, uh, Monty Python, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Ricky Gervais. Stuff yeah. like that, and so like that's the kind of comedy I'm drawn to. Right. Uh, while Good pro stuff. wrestling was completely uh, yeah. polar opposite, just to piss my oh, like, yeah. brilliantly smart dad off. <laughs> like it's I kind of crazy because Ricky Gervais, like as a guy, is is like a pro wrestler, but oh, uh, his yeah. comedy is like so grounded. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you see, he's like, ah! like. Yeah. All right, anyway, <laughs> um, so here's my last question. This will pivot into all the hot, hot current wrestling action. We got to get into it. You know. All right, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> my question is: When you watch like WWE, do you feel anything like about wrestling, or are you able to watch it where you're like, "I'm just a fan of this"? Or does it spark anything? Get a little PTSD? Does it I, hit anything? Like, like all right, because I'll say like honestly. I can't watch SNL without feeling like a failure. Like I yeah. watch it. Like that's just how I feel. And I watch SNL and I go like, I did not get, this is a goal I did not hit. 
Um, this is like I auditioned for these guys and I should have been better and I should have gotten that job. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've auditioned three times for SNL and never got it. <laughs> um, and obviously it's crazy to beat. I know it's crazy to beat myself up because they look for such specific things. And you know, do you feel anything like that, or am I just a fucked up Jew? You're a fucked up Jew. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, hey! Add that to the sound. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I did. I felt that way initially, like when I got out of it, because like I was just in limbo. I didn't know what to do. But I've just been fortunate to like have like you know got gotten into other things that I'm proud of. But yeah. like, plus um, I can host SNL. Yeah, you could. Or totally. be the musical guest. Absolutely. I can, yeah, I'm going to come out of it. One, two, three. Yeah, oh, baby. Time to be the musical guest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I think I watch wrestling now like you probably watch an improv set. You just you you're looking at the structure of it like okay that was a good move right you know um, I I do the same thing with wrestling like I, it's less me watching it for entertainment it's more me like indulging except botchamania that is a guilty pleasure where like I'm I get stoned I just sit there and yeah. I watch all those big fans. Yeah. This is nothing better than watching people fuck up their movies. Yeah, we should do that for the <laughs> yeah. The, that, absolutely. Like yeah, we'll for, talk about for, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's things going on. People. Top secret project. There's things going on behind. The, uh, anyway, see that's why I didn't get SNL. See how bad that Trump was. Uh, that was Trump. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, let's enough about me. Like yeah. this was a crazy week. All right, let's get into wrestling. <laughs> let's get into all the hot, hot wrestling action. It's crazy because I had a couple things I want to say that are like uh, kind of loosely related to. Uh, um, uh, things. By the way, first thing, I'm not wearing the Roman Reigns vest today. The Roman Reigns vest has meningitis. Oh, uh, uh, I thought it was mumps. No, it has the mumps. Well, it, originally the vest got diagnosed as meningitis, but then it turned out later it was the mumps. Either mm. way, um, of this V-neck, the yeah. the Kurt Angle V-neck is You're, filling uh, in. This is a V-neck that Kurt Angle wore under his, one of his blazers. <laughs> Your uh, Roman Reigns vest was sharing a drink with Br the Bray Wyatt fedora. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, got, and got viral meningitis. Um, just a comment about the podcast. I want to say, I should have said this up top, but um, um, thank, you everyone, thank you everyone for listening. Podcast is growing. Good news. Podcast is growing. Um, so that means that people are spreading the word, and we appreciate it. Cash-ins are going up, um, and so I, I appreciate that. Also, just want to get a thing. I, today, I auditioned for Glow. Oh, really? Um, what'd you say? Uh, no, don't worry about it. We'll talk about it off the air. About this? Yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. You said yeah. I was going to bring this up? Yeah. <laughs> just in a, in, a different, in a different context. It's Unrelated fine. to the show. It's fine. Yeah. Guys. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Did you guys I'm just... ringing the bell. This is a flat. This is a flat. It's fine, guys. There's secrets going on in the cow universe. <laughs> anyway, did you guys just win a bet or something? <laughs> no, no. Well, I just want to say is that it's fine. Yeah, I feel like I can't now. I feel no, you stupid. Can. No, you go, can. Go, no, you go, can. No, you can. It's totally nothing. Yeah. It's getting built up. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Don't it's worry nothing. about it. It's small. It's tiny. <laughs> All right. Um, no, but. They know about this podcast. Oh, when so I oh, go nice. in, when I go in, they're like, "Hey, uh, like the casting director is like, hey, Dan," and just explain to the other woman in there, uh, the reader, just being like, "He has a hilarious wrestling podcast. He's a really funny guy." And uh, oh, they're like, "We want to try to find you something because we know you like wrestling so much." Oh, man. oh that's so great. And so I, uh, you know, I think it's it's interesting how um, I'm sure you were like, "Oh yeah," and then my co-host Alex is like really funny too. And they're like, "Oh, you know what? We don't have time to bring him." <laughs> yeah, got a really great producer named Zig. I mean, the part what. Got a really great producer named Zig. No, guys, I'm I'm not spreading the wealth. 
There's a trick. There's no trickle down. There's no trickle down glowing comments going on at this podcast. Um, but it is, you know, it's cool because the interesting thing is that, like, I don't know when I, and I've had a. We won't get into all of it, but I had another cool opportunity that came from this podcast that I don't think worked out or I don't know. Uh, I actually signed a thing, so I can't even talk about it. But, wow. um, but it, it is cool. It's like when you start this podcast, I just was like, hey, I, I didn't even know. Like, it's. Wrestling is separate from my co- like my comedy, you know. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to start a wrestling podcast because I love wrestling, and it's almost like a break from the stress of being a part of a impossible industry. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Industry. It's like literally, I, I, I the amount of times I fail, it's whatever. It's just it's crazy. I don't put myself on a pedestal. It's one thing I hate. Is like oh, I failed. Like whatever. Like, this is what I signed up for. It's all good. But it is crazy if you just like follow something you love. You you get like rewarded for that, which I it's like a very interesting. Yeah. It's, it's corny, syn- but synchronicity. It, there's a word for it. Yeah, it's when synchronicity. It's when you like you put yourself out there. And you learned with, that at Burning Man with an intention. Yeah, I did uh, with an intention, and then that you draw that that kind of stuff towards you. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I, I don't know. I, I I was gonna say more, but just to shortcut that. So thank thanks for listening, and thanks uh for giving me purpose. <laughs> thank you for giving like me that. purpose, guys. Thank you for giving. me... All right. Um. Guys, don't take that seriously. I said, thanks for giving me purpose. <laughs> Clearly a joke. I have a purpose. It's a fucking... Talk shit to you, fucking asshole. <laughs> anyway. All right, jabronis. So, all right. First off, I want to give Zig some shit for not getting me the Sister Abigail modulator. I have a very limited technology here. I, we have The soundboard is through my iPad that has a giant crack on the screen. I'm uh, working on what I can do. I mean, I want to sound like fucking Sister Abigail. Well, What's the big deal? Well, it seems like, ba- uh, uh, Newman, is this a basic technology or I'm, what? I'm looking up. I mean, it's... Can you get me an app or something? There's a fart app or something? Maybe an app. Uh, maybe an app. Maybe but, I can maybe get you an app. Everyone but, um, give Zig shit. Okay, here's the other thing I want to talk about. Even though we have so much actual shit to talk about, I can't help it. Guys, I like Baron Corbin's new song. Nah, yeah? You're not even a metalhead. I uh, It's a metal song. Do you, have you heard his song? I think I briefly heard it. On, uh, I don't know. Listen, it's... if anyone knows how to make mashups, okay, I want a mashup of While My Guitar Gently Weeps <laughs> <laughs> and Baron Corbin's song, okay? And it would sound like this, okay? Ready? Okay. Get ready. I'm ready. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay, close your eyes, get into it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not into it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Well, my guitar <laughs> gently weeps. Yeah, yeah, it's in the same key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. the same song. Yeah. I could, t- I could do that. I could do a mix. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Obviously, it's shit metal, but. Yeah. Hold it's on. Like, Listen. Uh, it's, it's, like not, breaking, it's not looking back around. It's like right. breaking Benjamin or something. <laughs> is, is he not doing that cool spotlight thing anymore where, like, those. No. Yeah, no, he doesn't do that anymore. When oh, it went, that was cool. His, his, I like his that. old song wasn't, well, my guitar gently weak. <laughs> his old song was. It was the fucking. But it still did the. Yeah, but then it would go. Oh, you're right. Yeah. When I heard that, I think, and maybe you can play it again for reference. They do this thing sometimes where they sing it to sound like the wrestler is singing it. 
Oh. Like it sounds like what Baron Corbin might sound oh, yeah. like if he sang. Yeah, he's like, think I'm cute. <laughs> I know I'm Baron Corbin. <laughs> I, got the moves. I got the looks. That's actually a joke I'm working on. Uh, not with Baron Corbin. Hold on, guys, ready? But listen, do it picture again. him singing. Wait, I'm gonna do it again. Whoa, my guitar, <laughs> Louise. All right, there's no time to repeat jokes this week. Oh, my God, moving yeah. on. Okay, so I don't even know where to fucking start. Man, oh, man. Because they, we had TLC. All right, too much content this week. Can we just say that? Content bomb. I mean, I can't I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, like, I can't. If anything pops up in my life, I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm driving to audition literally on my phone watching this. Yeah. And I, Turning your car into a cruise missile because you're not paying <laughs> yeah, attention. Honestly, honestly. Imagine I died during fucking 205 Live segment. <laughs> Man, what a way to go! Like my car, cause I heard that when like my dad got into a big car crash a long time ago, and uh, like he said the radio kept playing. He was like unconscious, but remembers the exact song that oh was my playing. God. Like, and um, he's fine now. Uh, well, so you would have gotten he's fine. Yeah, you would have gotten uh, into an accident, and like the echoing through your subconscious would have been like, "How you doing?" That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there like in a haze. I'm like holding my dick in my mouth, and uh, that's what happens when you get through an accident, right? Yeah, Immediate severed dick yeah. flies to the air into your mouth, uh, and I'm just, yeah, and then all of a sudden I just hear, "Wow, my guitar!" <laughs> no, well, all right, anyway, that might have been the song playing when my dad got into the car. It was, it was about the same time. time. Yeah, right. Um, 1982, coming at you, gaba gaba. Ye. All right, so um, okay, so well, I mean, can we? All right, so wait, well, what do you want to say? I was just going to start with that they they murdered, like Braun Strowman's dead now, right? Oh my god, I love that. They segment. murdered that they, was so Adam Schur, oh, the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the actor Adam Schur is dead. He's he dead. wasn't on Raw, right? No. He's dead. Yeah, um, <laughs> he might be dead. Hold on, let's see. Can't tell from that. <laughs> um, that was just like very last minute, wasn't it? Like, didn't uh, yeah, the Miz just say, like, we take out the garbage? And that was the yeah. only context yeah. to why so, they okay. had that. So, all right, so the, let's talk about TLC because it's amazing because Survivor Series immediately started. Yeah. It's already yeah. started. And, like, to be honest, when I was watching Ronald SmackDown, I forgot about TLC. Yeah. Mm. And to be fair, all right, so the main event of TLC, the return of Kurt Angle. That was barely a wrestling match. Did right. you oh, say? Yeah. I was Spot like, fest. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I watching? Yeah. I liked it a lot. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it because it was exactly like the shit I'm into. It was all story. Yeah. No, no, it made no sense in terms <laughs> of a athletic competition. Right. Um, it was like a war. Right. In this like cool way. Um, yeah. But like the garbage thing was just like, what's it? The garbage truck made me like really nervous. Yeah. That oh, felt yeah. like that could have went easily wrong. Yeah. Chop somebody in half. That's, it, it was a real garbage truck. Hundred like percent. Like they must have just like cleaned it out and yeah. then rigged it to not kill the actor. Yeah, Braun Strowman. So yeah, Strowman. You think that he was like, how how could they have rigged that? You think they drilled a hole so he can climb out, or like he's just like was in the truck? I think if you kind of just lay correctly, you'll be all right. I think didn't uh, it just like didn't it just go down and then just stop? But did it, it goes, actually pull back? Yeah, it pulled. No, back. it pulled him back in it. There must have been a hole or something, you know. He probably I mean, drilled a hole. Like, it's fucking crazy. Wrestling is the best. Yeah. You're telling me. <laughs> you're telling me they bought a garbage truck, 
and somebody was like, hey, oh, I, I could drill a hole in the fucking bottom of this yeah, garbage I know, truck. I know a guy. They got a guy in the back who's just like, <laughs> uh, Vince is like, all right, all right, take this garbage truck <laughs> and you know, drill a hole in the bottom. Yeah. And then and the guy's like, eh, I can do it. What do you got? You got a hex saw? Yeah. <laughs> Some I, dude's been I, in the union for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if WWE, like, uh, they just, like, shop around for, like, big vehicles so that they could do, like, cool spots. With yeah. yeah. You got, like, milk trucks. You've right. got, yeah. you know, the, the, the Budweiser beer trucks. Yeah. Ambulance. They must just have, like, a big stock load of these, and then they can yeah. pull it out for a big segment. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess sometimes they destroy them, whatever. I mean, they had cement truck. They've used every kind of truck. Oh, I Is there it. a truck they have not used? I've n- I haven't seen, like, a, Chevy a an ice cream truck. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm sure what, they had an ice cream truck. Yeah. What'd you say? I said Chevy S10. What is that? Just a truck. Oh, just a truck. <laughs> I haven't seen a Ford F150 come at you. Uh, sponsors of the show, Ford F150. One kind of Ford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I love how, like, back in the day, Stone Cold's gimmick was, like, also kind of like a construction worker in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could operate all these vehicles. Yeah. I mean, he was representing the working man. Yeah, he was exactly. a blue collar. Anything that had a union, he Swig represented. Swig a beer for the working man. He was Swig basically a, a, a union rep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta pay your dues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll fix that glass. He <laughs> <laughs> fix that. I a couple guys. Put a bed. Right. Put a bed down on it. I can get a guy on next week. <laughs> <laughs> I get all that. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Victoria glass. What? You, <laughs> what? Anderson glass. What? <laughs> you want your grass, Carlston? What? Oh no, no, the back window went out. All right, so anyway, so um, so uh, yeah, so this is like the leader of this group, right. and the group makes no sense. So they all start to Kane just starts going into business for himself yeah. for no reason. Turns against Braun. Braun is like literally, he's like the human representation of like immor- immortality or whatever. I don't know. He's like a monster, right? I mean, I, I dug it when he like knocked, when he like cut the chairs. I loved that. That was oh, so. That was, that was an old John Cena spot from back in the day. Oh, I don't remember. John it. Cena used that spot before. Oh, he pulled it down onto. I forgot who, but he did it on another wrestle. Probably like Big Wade Show Barrett or something. Right. Probably Big Show. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I but just like, I hate how you can't see anything though. Like they have the announcers table yeah. in the way. Uh, they just don't. They don't want you to see the padding underneath. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah. So I mean, the match was cool. Whatever. Like the the angle thing. All right. Let's just get into it. Like, what do we think of uh, Kurt Angle dressing like the Shield? I mean, he looked. He looked hysterical, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, he came out with that proud daddy uh, smile, yeah. I teared up a little I, bit you when know I what? saw that. Yeah, really? I was really kind of I was so heartwarmed. proud of him. Yeah, I was heartwarmed yeah. by his presence there. Yeah. That, he sure. was, that he was there or that, that he was dressed like the shield? That Well, in his face, he looked so happy to be yeah. there. He, I mean, he, he wants to wrestle so bad. Yeah. Yep. It's clear that he shouldn't be wrestling. Like, I, I don't know if he could have like a singles... I don't right. know. I, I got, think so. He, I mean, he was wrestling neck. like Cody Rhodes right before he... I know. Uh, but he can't turn game. his neck. Like, his neck is so awkward to look at. Yeah. But hey, I'm down to watch him wrestle. Like, he, he did some good spots. You know better than I if he looked good out there. I just thought dressing like the Shield was so stupid. <laughs> I hate it. Really? That. I liked it. Yeah. I liked what? it. Because I, I think it was yeah. a respect thing. I think Kurt Angle was like, look, I don't want to overshadow you guys because one of your members was gone. But, like, the whole pay-per-view was built around the reformation of the Shield and then Kurt Angle comes in and overshadows all of it. So I think it's just like a respectful homage. Like he's when we're gonna pay big money to see Kurt Angle in his singlet. 
You know, you don't want to give that away. That, in that way, it, that, that was going to be my next point. In that way, it's really smart because, like, when you see him in the red, white, blue, yes. you're going to like it, which is kind of why I was bummed they, his music hit when he came back out. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah. uh, but not that it matters because he comes out to it when he is the GM. Um, I just was like, I don't, I, I, I know why they did it. It. It's one of those things where, as a critic of wrestling, let's call me that, whatever, or, you know, I, I hate, to, I'm not a critic, I'm a goof, but I, uh, I I was like, all right, I don't like that choice, but then, you know, when you think about the actual writing, you're like, this is the right choice. Right. Yeah. But as the GM coming out as the shield, it breaks the whole concept of being like the GM. But that's what I loved about this show. It was cobbled together last minute, and I really feel like that's how they should be running shows now. Because the 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 wealth of content that they have to fill every single week, like I I can't watch it anymore. It's too much. Yeah. Uh, and so like you can tell. I always can see where the feud is going. I can kind of tell who's gonna win the pay per view match uh, because of the promos they cut. With this, it was all last minute cobbled together. I didn't know what was gonna happen, but like I was right. so fucking excited yeah but it's like what well, uh it how does angle fit into the whole thing i guess he's what well, i don't know i guess it's fine i, I guess they're, they're kind of they you kind of using him as like fun. a father figure kind of right you know because like when uh smackdown invaded like they they made him watch the shield get beat down and he looks so concerned so i could see him like you know uh I don't know. I, I think that by portraying him as a father figure to the shield, you could probably get like Jason. What's that guy's Jason name? Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan to like turn heel eventually because he's jealous. You yeah. Know? Like I can kind of see like right. what's kind of brewing. By the way, Jason Jordan, uh, another. I keep track of Cody Graves' weird quotes. Yeah. He had a line where he said, uh, when Jason Jordan was throwing like <laughs> vegetables at Elias. I found that so funny. Yeah. He just goes, <laughs> What is Jason Jordan, the king of the supermarket? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get that quote. That's gotta That's be like, out of uh, here. Uh, the jerk store called. What is he, the king of the supermarket? <laughs> when he when he hits, he hits. But yeah, woof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I wrote that it's coal. Would that be coal? It feels like a coal doesn't make lines like that, right? He t he says mainly stuff like uh, this. Guys, let's put, put this in perspective. These are huge men. <laughs> uh, he, he normally, I mean, yeah. he is, he's into perspective, perspectivizing. Yeah, All right. When he says so, the Jolly Rancher spot, no. keep oh, on sucking. Keep on sucking. I, heard that. Was, I think Jay was like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. somebody <laughs> left. All right. So, okay. So, Kurt Angle came back. It's so good to see him slam and stuff. Like, Kurt Angle is the man. Yes. He's clearly happy to be there. I just. I know that, like, the Shield, they're booking the Shield as untouchable. It's like, the, and I know why you have to do that. Yeah. But if Roman Reigns is not there, I think they could, they could take a loss. Like, I, I know Angle's there. Again, this is another one of those things where, like, when it comes down to it, probably Miz teams a little bit cobbled together, give the Shield the win. But it, that now it comes off as like, oh, the Shield can win without Roman Reigns. Right. Yeah, but you've got Kurt Angle. You got to make him look strong because he's eventually going to wrestle what Triple H, I guess. At Mania, he's clearly yeah. going to wrestle, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, is he going to wrestle Shane at TLC, at, at Survivor Series? That's the question. That Maybe. would be incredible. Yeah, well, I think that's. It's yeah. looking like they're setting that up. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. Yeah. That, would that match would be fucking awesome. I've taken shots. Just because GM versus GM on Survivor Series, yeah. the flavor of that is dope. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not GM versus GM. It's also Shane. Daniel Bryan. What? That, GM, oh, the GM's right, Daniel right, Bryan, right, right. right? I forget who GM the fuck is what. Commissioner? Right. Yeah, one's the commissioner. Whatever but also, means. it's also Shane and they have that history of the glass spot. Right. Which they can yes. recreate that. Right. That would be amazing. I, honestly, I don't want them to. No, like, but make it where so the glass works. Yeah, I know. Make it where the glass works. <laughs> I, I heard about that. It was that they painted over the glass. You ever hear about and that? The, and it like it held it all together. Yeah, like yeah. They, they put the decal over. They put like the paint decal. They didn't expect that. So all the... Anyway, that, that seems gruesome. insane. That's like... That, that matches up there with like... Uh, I mean, not as bad, but like Hell in a Cell, Mankind... Uh, just seeing Shane hit his head so many times. That that particular spot. Well, he threw him twice, right? Uh, uh, yeah. And and I think the one the first time is is as hard to watch as the mankind falls for me. It's it, he took a he took a pile driver without even like anyone's like thighs to support his neck. Yeah. You know, it was that brutal. Yeah, that was insane. Um, all right, so. Yeah, so that, whatever. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I like where the Miz is going. It it just feels like they like. They just const- They just keep like burying the Miz, and like the Miz needs to. I know we've gone through here. Miz, Miz is like this. He needs. He comes from a place of tragedy. It was kind of the way we put it here when the Lucas brothers were in. But like, he's got to, for him to be like an effective bad guy. He needs to be a, more of a threat. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of like holding down the Intercontinental Championship, isn't he? He's like. Well, He's the like way I see it Jericho is, 2.0 with that thing, but like I would like to see him like in the main event picture the, I, I, with the, the belt. I think he, the IC belt, belt is like kind of irrelevant right now. I guess it, he's defending it at. Uh, he's not defending it, but he's wrestling Baron Corbin at Survivor Series. They're right. just like matching up those belts. But I think it's more like he's the he's the heel of Raw. Yeah, yeah. It's like how I see it, and he just happens to have the IC belt. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if they want to make him more threatening, those guys need to like win. I thought this was a good opportunity. Now, how do you guys feel about the spot of Angle leaving, and we know he's going to come back? Uh, it's to protect him. Like, I mean, look, I'm coming at this from like a former you were, pro wrestler. Mind, no, that's interesting because I wasn't even thinking about. Yeah, that. it's to protect him. Like, you, uh, it's uh, you don't want to give away too much of him, and also right. you want to protect him in a match because he hasn't been specifically training for a match, let alone a hardcore tables, lads, and chairs right. match. So let him get some good spots in. Uh, he took, like, a pretty decent bump. You know, it was a very took safe a... bump yeah. with Braun. <clears throat> like, you can actually hear Braun say, like, wrap your, head, wrap your arms around me, you know, because he was trying to protect him right. as much yeah. as he could. When he did that, too, if you watch it back, it was this, like, it was a quilted pillow of a fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. A, of a power slam. Right. It was so... But, like, it was effective. It looked, it looked realistic, mm-hmm. but you could just tell that he was, like, cradling him in his giant arm. Arms, like, ah, I'm yeah. put you down here. Braun took all of that. Yeah. Bump. Can you um, imagine how, like, scared you'd be to, like, throw, like, to suplex a guy like Kurt Angle whose neck has been through so much shit? You know? Right now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And, you know, he's like, I, I don't care. I want to die in this ring. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you he, whispers, know? he whispers in Braun's ear, kill me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I don't. <laughs> um, all right. So, next thing we got to get into, the most important thing is uh, how fucking spicy. And hot AJ versus Finn was. Yeah. What uh, a match. What a match. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Already? 
All right, this is not going well, this yeah. podcast so far. No, it's going well, but it's going long. Um, so, yeah, that match was just great. You're a pro wrestler. What do you think of that? that it's, you, you're that guy. This was like a match where I was like, look at the work rate here. I barely know what work rate means. Yeah. You know? Uh, there's zero buildup to that. I think, like, they each did, maybe did, like, a quick promo backstage, just, like, kind of talking about it coming yeah. up. But uh, AJ they, did one promo from South America, like, yeah. before yeah. he got on his flight, just being like, I'm going to TLC. It's too sweet. It's, yeah. like, just the best shit. I mean, that's just, like, it, it just reminds me of, like, Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Like, it's just, they they just called it in the ring. It was a phenomenal 20? match. Uh, what? No, it was like 21, 22, something like that. 21 in the Staples Center? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, uh, that's just the kind of match. Like, there's, there doesn't need to be build up for that. You know, right. casual wrestling fans are going to watch two of the best go at it. And then people that are hardcore wrestling fans just know their history in the Bullet Club in right. Japan. Um, that was just a, an incredible, incredible. The match was match. great. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a really great moment for Finn specifically because oh, I yeah. feel like he struggles to find his footing in the WWE wrestling style. Like, yeah, like it, it, just in ring, like he has matchups that like are just boring. Right. AJ doesn't have AJ can wrestle, right. you know, a broomstick is this is saying about him. Yeah, but I feel like like Finn has a couple of matchups that really work, and I remember how good he is. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he has amazing chemistry with Reigns. Yeah, which we always say Reigns has great chemistry with, with everyone. Yeah, yeah, Reigns is terrific. Yes, we are yeah, not- from, from as from a yeah, we're pro Reigns podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I normally wear the vest, but it has the mumps. I literally record every single week shirtless in my Roman Reigns merch, <laughs> my vest. Um, it's in my car. I just thought it was funny to not wear, yeah. but now no, I, no. I immediately it, regret is it. Is it the actual vest it's, that you it's bought? It's not the WWE? actual one, but oh. it's from the WWE shop. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, is it heavy? No. No, it's a piece of crap. Okay. It's like they need to sell one that's like a, a replica one that costs yeah. like $200. Yeah. That, that one I'd rather have. But, all right, two questions for you right away as a pro wrestling uh, 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 one Roman Reigns, his as a worker. Oh, he's so good. I mean, you can he's yep. <laughs> he's calling the matches. Like he's he's taking charge. You can yeah. tell. Um, he's got an incredible move set. He's so hard hitting, but like super athletic. Uh, and like he bumps like crazy. Wait, so give yeah. the give the bullet points about what he's good at. So. Uh, okay, he uh, he'll bump his ass off for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's got the look. He's menacing. And, uh, I don't know. He's Vince's boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, I mean, like, I get why people don't like him is because he's getting all the pushes while, you know, workhorses like Seth and, and Dean Ambrose. Oh, like, those guys? They Well, Sierra, I mean, they get whatever's left Hotel, up. India, Echo, Lima, Delta. Shield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Delta. Sorry, soundboard is just basically a nuisance. It's yeah. not helpful. It barely sounds good on playback, but yeah. I love it. I mean, it sounds good, but I, you know, it's it like having a, it's like having a child here. That's just it's like... more fun for me than any of the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> is, my, is my point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that. Uh, uh, oh yeah, no, right. So, uh, so okay, Roman. My next question: How do you feel about the vest? Uh. Like the Spider-Man logo thing. For I mean, <laughs> look gear. Yeah, look. Um, it's. I mean, it's fine. I don't really care. I know. Doesn't he have like? He's got kind of a belly, doesn't he? That's the theory. That's, yeah. That's the rumor. He's I mean, Samoan. Like he's he's like. And they uh, took him off the Adderall. Yeah. Which Newman solved. He takes to slim down. That was yeah. Chad. Uh, uh, um, Chad Damiani. Oh. 
Newman I'm, figured it out. I'm fine <laughs> with it. I, I I don't mind the chest. I have the the vest. Yeah, I mean, I like. Sometimes the vest comes in handy for like cool photo opportunities, like when he was against Braun and like Braun was just like holding him by the vest and he was just like slumped down. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff is cool, but I don't. It, it's not the point of the vest. But I don't know. I like the vest. Yeah. All right. So. Um, yeah, so anyway, the Finn match, you're saying it was like, uh, you're saying they like called it in the ring? Uh, That's an interesting way to come I, at I, it. They, they I couldn't would have think planned so. that much, I, I just timing-wise. Yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, it was all, it was a pretty basic match, you know? Like, AJ just got off like a really long flight from, what, Chile? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I can't imagine they were like planning yeah. too much. The dude was in Chile. Yeah. He's on Raw and SmackDown this week. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the man, and he wrestled a match and did the SmackDown invasion. Right, yeah. I, I the dude's insane. He's forty. He's forty. I yeah. mean, the other thing is that I think about WWE's angle. I'm like, yo, how do you tell this guy to not like take like fucking I don't know Adderall, right? Yeah, like steroids. Like they need it. Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I know it's like tricky, but they must give some of these guys passes. Oh, it's it's not Usada. You know, yeah, they're, they're right. It's definitely not as stringent. I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing HGH, right? Uh, I mean, well, yeah, the McMahon's not are, as, yeah, the McMahon's oh, are HGH'd time. up, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 yeah, they love it. So, uh, 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 and uh, USADA is uh, a UFC like only, like, isn't like USADA like USADA? No, I'm uh, I believe they do more than just what am, UFC. I, th- what am I, thinking I thought of? they just the do guy, that... I thought they just do Vegas. Am I wrong? <laughs> I think I'm thinking there's something where it's like. I think that the randoms, like the, the random drug testing is just like it's like an agency of UFC. I, I could see that, yeah. yeah. But I know like the guy that runs it, he was the guy that busted like Armstrong and right. the, the the bicycling, you know, right. controversy. Um, anything else happened at TLC that we need to get into specifically? Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, I mean Kurt Angle. You know, it was cool. He did all his. He hit his spots. Oscar. Oh, Oscar was great. Yeah, I mean as expected. Yeah, I was. Oscar I was being Mark. tough. I was. I was being tough on Emma uh, because I, I. So here's the thing. I mean, we can talk about Alexa Bliss too. Um, yeah. Where, where I come from with you know when I watch wrestling is I. I notice when like bad wrestling to me is when it's all sort of like herky jerky and everyone's like, kind of. Tentative about their movements. They're not moving with confidence. It doesn't right. look snug. Right. It doesn't look real. And Emma is moves like bullshit sometimes. She's like she pretty just, stiff. She's very stiff. Uh, um, well, not stiff in the like. Yeah. her punches are stiff way. But like she, she does like moves. that. She does she's like that, Tim Duncan. Yeah, well, she does like that thing like that they all do where like when the, like a move <laughs> is coming and they put their arms out and like they're ready for it. You know, but it looks very choreographed. Very choreographed. Okay. But uh, I thought this was a good match. And I thought Emma had a good match. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I mean, that might just be a testament to Oscar. Yeah. But I was like, I, I thought it was going to be, I actually thought she was going to grab her, submit her, and like, it was going to be squashed. Me too. I thought I was speculating Oscar's still hurt. And it was like, okay, we can get her to wrestle by just doing, you know. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I mean, the, the buildup for Oscar has like been so great. Like mm-hmm. all their packages have been dope. Um, she beat Goldberg's record, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, cool. it's like five hundred days, or like five twenty-five, or something, something. like that. Yeah, yeah, something insane. Uh, but yeah, is it shitty for me to be like it's NXT? No, like, I, mean, I don't hold it in like the same. It's not one of the main belts. Yeah, but to me, it's it's like it's it's still this Japanese woman 
being the champion of a male-dominated sport, uh, like not only the champion, but the, like the longest reigning champion. Like they yeah. gave her so much, like they have so much faith in her. Yeah, and yeah. somebody who isn't a, tra- a traditional-looking performer. Uh, and I think that's the important part. Sweet. Uh, all right, last point here. Yeah, I mean, Oscar looked great. Uh, uh, Finn, by the way, I forgot to mention, he he used to crawl to the ring. Remember that? Yeah. And now he's doing like a weird Buffalo Bill-like walk <laughs> to the ring. Yeah. I fucking, I think the demon sucks. I Also, the demon, yeah. let me tell you another thing. About I, the concept of the demon, I dig, but I like the, the Rasta hat. It literally has like belt hold. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, like it's clearly belts they cut. Yeah, it has like that. We're talking about a fucking billion dollar company, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a, a, a snowboarding hat you would get at Spencer's. It looks worse than that the Enzo like hair that <laughs> you can buy. Right? You know what I mean? Like the, I I I, I think like the paint looks awesome. Just get rid of the Oscar thing. The the get rid of the thing and then. Don't walk. Just walk to the ring. Right. I don't really like the back paint. It looks like one of those bad UFC tattoos. Oh, yeah. You mean like Brock Lesnar's tattoo? (laughs) Right. On his back? I I like all the paint. I specifically like the full black when it's just like his eyes and it's all black. Yes. That looks super cool. Um... The demon's a really interesting thing because clearly they're protecting the demon character a yeah. lot, which is like really interesting because like Finn can take losses, like he lost clean to Kane this week, right. which got people up in arms, and I don't really know why. Like, yeah. we, Kane needs to win matches or he's pointless. Right. Um, I was wondering too if the plan was now he can't lose as the demon is my point. Right. Exactly. Right. So but that's think, tricky. Yeah, I think but, that the I was wondering if if originally it was intended for. Can't for Roman to throw Braun into the into the garbage truck and then be the one who faced Balor and beat him, and they put Kane in that Maybe. position. I don't know. Maybe I feel like they dropped out before they even booked a lot of that. Oh uh, right, yeah. Man, I don't know. The garbage the garbage truck could have been like so last minute. For all I know, like just to be like, all right, we need. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I truthfully don't know. Hey, let's get to some cash-ins. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we got everyone's boy Nick Tulo wants to talk about fan, and I think that's what we're talking about right now. Oh, Look, Tulo. you gotta know this guy Tulo is a guy I went to high school with. He might be. We're not sure he might be having a full-on mental break, <laughs> and um, you know, we. we he, I don't think he goes to therapy. He was on a yoga cleanse for a little bit, but apparently didn't do any yoga. DDP uh, yoga. Did not DDP yoga. That's his main problem. That's the problem, yeah. Um, so, I, I just, yeah. 625 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Wednesday. Late as fuck on the cash-in, but always got to deliver. It's terrible too long. How you doing, Newman? <sighs> you good over there, buddy? Shut up. Hate me yet? Yes. Well, I'm cashing in because Finn Balor losing to Kane probably in a weekend of amazing wrestling that took place and all the fun that's going on. That shit will go unnoticed because there's just too much good stuff. But he has no right losing to Kane after beating AJ Styles. I mean, it's just an awful decision. He could have easily... Taking down Kane. I don't know what they're doing, Kane. I guess it's to push Braun Strowman even more to make Braun look stronger. I mean, they could have just did that by having him beat Brock. So I don't know what the point of making Braun look stronger by 
beating Demon Kane instead of Demon Balor. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, Tulo. And I need to cash in and get it off my chest because I'm terrible fucking Tulo. And I'm out. All right. It's, it's getting more normal. 1-800-273-8255. Is that the suicide hotline? National Suicide Prevention okay. Lifeline. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we All supposed right. to like be able to like remember what we were doing at that moment when he like drops a timestamp for his <laughs> yeah, promo? Nah, he just always thinks that the time he calls in is important for us to know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, all right, let's uh, let's uh, let's erase that cash in with a with a with a with a happier cash in. Okay. One of our listener watched TLC with RVD. Mr. Monday Night. What's up, guys? Long-time listener, first-time cash-inner. It's Kevin Caprillion, and I wanted to Good share dude. my experience hanging out with he Rob Van Dam Sunday night. So the way this all came about is my buddy is making a documentary with Rob about concussions. Should be released sometime early next year, and he's been staying with him the past oh, couple weeks while putting it together. He asked Rob if I could come over for TLC, and luckily he was cool with it. Another bonus is Rob only lives about 20 minutes away from me in the Long Beach area. I got to tell you, there was one point in the night when Rob's house alarm went off. (laughs) The way he reacted, I thought there was some creeper stalking his girlfriend, Katie Forbes, who's also an indie wrestler, by the way. Really cool. Or just some creeper human hanging around his house. Turns out it was not human. It was three raccoons. I thought by Rob's reaction, he was going to get pissed. But he told Katie to go to the refrigerator and grab the steak out of it. So for the next 10 minutes... We're sitting on Rob's driveway feeding three raccoons. <laughs> you know I can't make that shit up. Another weird Rob fact is he's never had a pistachio in his life. He popped the whole thing in his mouth, shell and all. My buddy and I lost our shit about this because obviously you don't eat the pistachio shell and you're very stoned. To no one's surprise listening to this, Rob Van Dam has some killer weed. Hell yeah. So watching this go down stoned was extra spectacular. <laughs> He eventually spit out the pistachio and worked all of us by saying he lost a tooth in the process. Just goes to show Rob can still work dumb wrestling fans like us. I also found out Rob doesn't follow WWE too much anymore. He was really surprised to see Kurt Angle back in the ring and even more weirded out that he was walking down with the shield. Overall, it was a fantastic night. Very surreal. I can't say enough nice things about Rob and Katie. Great people. Super hospitable. And I'm hoping this is the first of many hangouts with those guys. Rob got really excited when I told him my brother grows killer marijuana up in NorCal and wants me to bring some over next time my brother's in town. <laughs> Crossing my plug. fingers, we can get Rob and Katie on the podcast at some point. Rob can talk about his raccoon obsession. Katie can talk about her wrestling career. <laughs> and we can go from there. Sorry this cash-in went on a little long, but uh, love the podcast, guys. Keep it up. Let's get some cow merch out there. Let's do it. <laughs> cow merch is man, in the works. so cow funny. Like, hey, R- hey, Rob, you want a pistachio? Oh, man. man, I never had pistachios. <laughs> <my life. laughs> How do I eat this? Oh, fuck. Yo, if Rob Van Dam comes on this show, listen to me, Rob Van yeah. Dam, Mr. Monday Night. I grew up watching you in ECW. I've seen you kill people in the ring. You and Sabu. Look, come here. Smoke a bone with me before this show. And make my life. Yeah, and we're gonna have the 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 rematch of RVD versus a Pistachio. Yeah. <laughs> so the first match went to the Pistachio. Oh, uh, he got shell shocked, which Monday. is Ryback's finisher. <laughs> uh, okay, great. Uh, that was awesome. So yeah, and, well, yeah, whatever. Let's move on from TLC. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that happened. Alexa had a match. Yeah. Oh, Mickey James, whatever. Uh, I wanted Mickey to win. Oh yeah, that was a really good match though. Yeah, it was good. Um, I just, the only thing I remember was the fucking Finn match. All right, one more. 
one more cash in. I'm putting them all in a row where I should have peppered them throw. Hey, guys. This is Matthew once again, your wrestling newbie. Just going uh, to tell you what I thought of this is the, of guy the who TLC liked, um, card real quick. Yeah. Who? All right. So, TG, TG Bank, Alicia Fox. Don't care at all. Alicia Fox was a lot better on 205 with Noam Dar. I don't care about Sasha Banks either. Who cares? Uh, Brian Kendrick, Jack Gallagher, Rich Swan, and Cedric Alexander. Again, who cares? I don't really care about Jack Gallagher anymore. His vaudevillain, vaude you know, turn kind of made me not like him at all. And 205 is kind of just not kind of for me anymore. But on the other hand, Kalisto and Enzo Amore with Enzo taking the belt. Really happy about that. Again, Enzo is the thing that can turn 205 around for me. Uh, Baylor versus AJ Styles. Holy motherfucking shit. <laughs> That is a great match. That coup de gras at the very end Ooh, had me sick, scared, man. man that, I, I that was how it's supposed so to go, hard. right? I yeah. got out of my feet. My son got scared. Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James. You know, watch your I, I really wanted Mickey to win, but listen, it's all about that chase, man. Asuka, I'm Asuka, Asuka. <laughs> I keep messing that up. Oscar versus oh Emma. We all knew Oscar was gonna win. I'm glad All right, cut this one off. Yo, dude, thanks for catching in. Just let's try to stick to your one, like your your main uh, your main yeah. takeaway. Because the main thing is when people cash in, they say things that it's an opinion that we don't have. Right. And we don't need everyone's opinion on one thing. Like, think about what's your unique opinion. You had some good shit in there. Uh, let's just keep it a little tight because we already went through some of that stuff. Make sense? Yeah. All right. Um, also, guys, I completely forgot about this. Oh, actually, I didn't forget about this. We're going to get to it. All right, moving on from TLC. This is a great way to move into Raw. How are we feeling, guys? About Raw in general? Oh, here we go. Ready? WWE champion, Jinder Mayhem. <laughs> Mayhem. This is a Kurt Angle calls the WWE champion. WWE champion, Jinder Mayhem. <laughs> Jinder's He's ma- never said that word before in his life. <laughs> <laughs> and he saw it and went, uh, Mayhell. WWE champion, Jinder Mayhell. We're lucky he didn't call him Magil. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. This is the, the champion. Yeah. WWE well, champion, Jinder Mayhall. Yeah. I mean, also, it was up on the screen. He was, like, looking at the screen. He yeah. couldn't read Mahal. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mayhell. I mean, uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you're right. You just say that me as WWE Universe, Russell, whoa. <laughs> 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 no, 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 listen. He's got me really. Take your time, spit it out, Jerry. Holy motherfucking shit. Oh, yeah. So, okay. what happened in Raw? I forget. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, um,. Yeah, so raw, let me let me bring up my raw notes. Um, I had one more point about TLC. It's hilarious. I like Enzo's finisher. What's his finisher now? The yeah, hand he like holds your he puts like his sneaker on your face. Yeah, holds your wrist and just like pulls you down so your face hits his. Does he take a back bump? He takes a back bump. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's one of those moves. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's good for him. Yeah, it's not like oh, fuck off. I like it. I, 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 um, I hate those moves. Why? Just, why? It's just not believable. Right. Yeah. Like, I know, like, but, the Stone Cold Stunner is not believable, but right. it's a beautiful looking move. But, right. like, when you have to do something like, um, I don't know, the, what is the, the Miz's finisher or, oh, the, uh, oh yeah. Skull what was that finale? old one where, like, the guy would be bent over, you put your leg over the back of their neck, grab their arm, and then you would, like, do, like, a neck breaker with your leg 
Uh, oh, oh yeah, 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 the yeah. worst looking move ever. Yeah, it was almost like a leg drop, but you already had their their head, like their neck behind. No, you. no, no. Like they would take a, they would like spin into like a neck break. I think. What uh, was your finish? Mine. Uh, I did the Swanton bomb a lot. Uh, yeah. Oh no, I did a. Uh, it was like an RKO. I they would throw a clothesline. I would grab it, spin around, and then I would RKO them. The RKO is yeah, so sweet. I love that. It, do you do you give the, the the other guy you do the RKO with? Do you give him instructions on how to take it? Yeah, because I always did it like in a weird way. You like, want there, them there to fall flat, right? Um, like if they fall to their knees, it looks like shit. Yeah, that's awful. So yeah. they they have to like literally jump and take like a belly flop. Yes, for it to look best. That Rick yeah. Fa- the Rick Flair bump, where he would just like when he would just like fall flat on his face. <laughs> the Flair flop. Yeah, yeah. Where it puts like and it's like it's better when they jump up yeah. into it though, which makes no sense because you know I would be in the air and then they would jump up to, to match my height. <laughs> All right, so this is going to be just a smattering of notes. Main thing is that they're setting up Survivor Series. How do you guys feel about the Under Siege, the Under Siege gimmick? Uh, okay, so the only thing I'm going to say, this is so nitpicky, but, like, Shane McMahon almost has no charisma sometimes. Like, he, like, he gets he like gets in the ring, and he just goes, Under Siege. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, Hashtag. put some gravitas. Hashtag yeah, something. Under Siege. Yeah, like, so, all here's, I, I agree, like, it was... Everything he does is we, we've talked about this on the show. Like since he's came back, he's lost a step on yeah. the mic. Yeah, for some reason, like, he used to be pretty good. Yeah, there's like no stakes. It kind of feels like a nine to five. Uh, right, he's a little now. flat. He's a little like it's almost like they give he like he's probably asked for like super abbreviated bullet points. It's almost like if I it's like cold reading auditions. Yeah, like if you yeah, went yeah. in cold or something, yeah. which I didn't do for Glow. Um, <laughs> what are you guys laughing at? What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Don't worry at? about it, man. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, this is the last time I show legit gratitude on this show. Okay, <laughs> it's over. Okay. All right. So, okay. So. Uh, uh, see, it doesn't help. The soundboard just gets no. me off. It fu- gets me off. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Swamp, baby. The soundboard. Fashion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This soundboard is growing so big. Yeah. We have so many things on it. It's crazy. All right. Um. All right. I just uh, want to point out that it's growing so big and it gets you off. I mean, yeah, I just keep talking about the soundboard, which is like, you know. See you, fourth wall. All right, so, all right, listen. So, what were we just talking about? <laughs> Under Siege. Second. Under Siege, yeah. I don't care anymore. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. Raw versus SmackDown or, like, the, the original invasion angle. Like, man, right. it's, just, it's kind of the same gimmick. I'm a time. sucker for the invasion stuff. I really, like, I, I think it's a conceptually really cool. It has that, like, comic booky thing that I like about it. Yeah. But, but like, and I thought the execution was pretty good, except for Shane being like, under siege. Yeah. And was like, what? It's like it reminded me Under of, Siege. Of uh, The Office. Or Go Mike, get him. Where Michael, yeah. <laughs> what's his yeah. name? Michael fucking Scott, Scott yeah. <laughs> declares bankruptcy. Yeah. <laughs> like he declared un- Under Siege. <laughs> under Siege. Uh, we need, we got a clip. Under Siege. Uh, so, all right. So, the only thing is that, like, um, I, I loved the execution of like going backstage. I thought that was choreographed in a real like West Side Story fun yeah. kind of a way where like they take out the whole thing and it ends in the shield and like de- decimating the locker room. Um, I liked that they attempted to justify it by having Angle and Shane like have like a they bumped into each other and like Angle insulted SmackDown, being like, yeah, it's like the B show, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, 
Uh, that could have been crisper. Obviously, these are two guys who are not at the top of their game when it comes to acting and right. interaction and studying your lines or preparing. So that was a little sloppy. But my one beef with the whole thing, even though generally I know I'm being negative, I liked it, and I and I, I get excited for like Raw vs SmackDown like conceptually. Is like they did nothing to unify smack like the smackdown guys to believe that they would listen to Shane right or like put all their grievances behind to like to like get together you know like it's like there was no there was no moment of like hey I'm Spider-Man you're Venom but like this Carnage guy is so bad that like we better fight together right yeah you know what I mean there's got to be a better example okay, an analogy maximum, that everyone understands maximum carnage is still a hot storyline yeah I mean sure yeah all right so, I know what it is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I got you paint the city red or the town I don't know anyway so um like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, at least with, like, the invasion angle, like, you would get a lot of backstage segments where Paul Heyman was, like, rallying the troops and he right. was doing incredible, right. you know? Uh, or, like, Stone Cold rallying the troops. With this, it just kind of happened because, like, it's the traditional... It felt like the the frats were going to war right. like, with the drinking game. Like, well, we're just doing it because of tradition, right. bro. But that's my... that And, and, and I, I, I agree with that. My it's Something I always bring up on this podcast is that, like, they should talk about money more in wrestling in oh, terms yeah. of sports. Yeah. Like, sport. Like, when somebody... Like, when Johnny Damon went to the Yankees, you know, or, like, like you, you know, like you leave... And when you move, you're like there's it's like, hey, we they'll just be like, Hey, big acquisition. Oh, we just yeah. drafted this guy. Yeah. And then it's just random. There's right. nothing to do with it. It's not like, hey, they wronged me over there. We're gonna hey, we're gonna offer you a million more. Yeah. Like and then you add that element of like, hey, these and, and they literally have GMs yeah. who do that in sports. Right. Well, you know, they're they're taking a lot from UFC now and right. like, you know, with McGregor, whenever he has like a huge fight coming up, he's always talking money and like yeah. it gets you into it because it's like red Panty nights coming up for you. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. Red like Panty, that shit is incredible. Best thing ever. I would love to see that in yeah. WWE. Make it feel more real. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that's what I'm saying is that like if there was any element of brand of of like loyalty. So when there's like, hey, I care about being on SmackDown. SmackDown feeds my kids. As opposed to right now, it's just this is the random show I got drafted to. Yeah. What's what's the allegiance there? Yeah. They got close sense. to it when like Kevin Owens, who's the best. Guy in wrestling, incredible. Um, uh, I'm sure you appreciate him a lot. He, he, he. Sometimes will be like, "I'll go to Raw." Like he talks about going to the other show, yeah. and I feel like it's never in the lines. He just kind of says it, yeah. And it always feels so satisfying. Why does Kevin like? What is Shane's skin in the game? I can't believe Shane will take these bumps, but not care about like getting the story right. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't he? Anyway, I think. I mean, he's. Still just an actor, you know, he's I guess not writing so. anything. But why take that bump if it doesn't feel, I don't know. His kids, it's the same you thing. Do it it's the, the same kids. thing with, you like, Kevin Owens' story. They're doing it all for the kids. you got to almost die in front of your kids. Yeah. yeah. That's what all kids want to see their dad die uh, from for no reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, from the front row. Yeah. Oh, did you see it when, like, Kevin Owens was, like, grinding Shane's face in front of the children yeah, 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 yeah. and they were just like laughing and like doing like thumbs yeah. down. Those kids are all going to be wrestlers. It's, that's <laughs> yeah, the best be part. Great. They're all going to run the company. Shane should give his kids a talk like 
Look, if you see me getting beat up, I need you to kayfabe it. I can't have yeah. you cheering. You need to look sad. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's just my whole thing is that like they need it's just like a nitpicky story thing. Like they they I like they justified it. Shane came out. I like that Daniel Bryan disagreed with Shane's actions. He's like, you went rogue there, which is also yeah. I'm talking about bad acting. Oh. Uh, Daniel Bryan segments. Did you God see? Damn. Like you, yeah. Yeah. you could tell they just got their lines. Yeah. When they did that. I, I, I there's something about Daniel Bryan that makes me mad and i don't know what it is like it's just the way he acts the way he talks the way he looks i'm sure he's a lovely person but it's just there's something like his vibration and my vibration are dissonant and it's just never gonna be the fucking you feel like a daniel bryan guy that's weird me yeah no i never because he's like a, i don't know i like love a, daniel bryan you're I more mean, of a I punk, like his CM Punk guy. Wrong. I think that he's <laughs> he loves he loves CM Punk because he loves MTV the channel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's music television, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I just I I I like I like his wrestling, but like this like the way that he acts makes me mad. Well, yeah, I I just I honestly think he's checked out. Yeah, he's just doing this to like rent out his contract so we can go wrestle somewhere else, or right. hopefully WWE lets him wrestle again. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I can't see him caring will. too much about the story. You think there's will? too much money to not have him wrestle again. Yeah. Um, well, the weird thing is that he's not really a money guy. He's not really like a like in a couple of years, no one's gonna like you know. I, I, uh, anyway. What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? I, think, I think he's up there with like I mean in terms of like pops and like no, the no, crowd no. getting behind. Him. I mean his his WrestleMania thirty pops are as big pops as you can get. Yeah, you can't the, get they, those are Stone Cold pops. Exactly, those are '90s Stone Cold pops. No yes. question. I'm just saying that down the line, the casual fan will be like, oh, the Dan I believe the Daniel Bryan thing was very much like. I, I, I'm not one of these people who goes like, "Oh, the Daniel Bryan thing was more the story than the man," which is a which is a popular thought that like he was more, you know. But I I do think that uh, the you, you'll never be able to recreate that that story, right? Like that was so hot. But he can come back and be big. But I don't know if he like I I'm saying I don't know how many casual fans will be like, "I stopped watching." Oh, but Daniel Bryan's back. I'll watch. Mm, yeah, like when I could be wrong after he came back. From the injury, what was it like? Thirty-one WrestleMania, thirty-one. Like right. it, it did kind of peter out a little bit. Right. Like he was getting huge pops still, but like uh, it was hard to invest in it. Right. Yeah. Will we see Punk at thirty-four? <sighs> I mean, too that soon. Would, right? That would blow my mind. He's. I think he's got another UFC fight coming up. Right. I I saw that, but it looked like fake. It looked. It looked like a fake article, but I didn't click on it. Oh, That's right. why. Fake news. I keep getting tricked. Fake I th news. I think his coach said something like. Uh, I had heard that too. That he. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, all right. So. Uh, so okay. One thing I, I noticed in wrestling is uh, so so we're we're into this like they they announced that whole the whole Survivor Series card like I'm excited to watch it that. Right. right. I think mean, it's like Lesnar, Jinder Mahal. I don't. know. Well, hold on, Jinder. WWE champion Jinder Mahal. Ah, uh, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm excited for any any Jinder Mahal matches. I haven't liked a single one no, of them. He's, yeah. he's not a great worker. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. And, but <laughs> I am excited to see him wrestle Lesnar for some reason. Because I want Lesnar to fucking destroy gonna, him. Which, mean, is, which just means that the wrestling is working. Because right. I'm going to tune in to watch him get beat up. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even really like watching Lesnar wrestle that Oh, much. don't get me wrong. Like, I, like, I like the <laughs> spectacle of him. Yeah. But yeah. Like, uh, he's only as good as his opponent, I feel like. Yeah. like he oh, can cobble Christ, together yeah. a match okay, but like, look at when Undertaker you know, uh, got knocked out in the 30 match, and then Lesnar had to take it over. 
and call the rest of it like it's just it wasn't that great right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah right but then his joe match was great yeah and like you know the triple threat cena and and rollins like the stronger match, match was good or do we like it or we didn't like it, it was in the middle right um, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it must have been in the middle because I don't re- remember. Yeah. yeah, a lot of big matches happening that we're forgetting. Yeah, um, yeah. too much content. Hashtag. All right. So one thing about wrestling I, I noticed is that I, I, you don't see announcers disagree with each other a lot in a way that's not productive. Yeah. Like I haven't. I actually wrote down an example because okay. it's been happening. Like I know there's heel face announcing, which is cool. Yeah. But there's there's stuff like this where like Booker. Said something, he goes like, AJ Styles, he's got, um, I'm not gonna do an impression. Oh, shucky ducky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hulk Hogan, I'm covered. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, Greatest <laughs> promo of all yeah. AJ Styles, he's like, he's got that international experience. Is that, is that racist? To them? No, no. Okay, okay. You okay. sound like him. Yeah, he's like, he's got that international experience, man, and it's what helps him in the ring. And then Cole just is like, these guys are all international superstars. Right. And you're like, well, you're just negating the point of why he's good. Right. And it's not disagreeing, being like, he, no, you're wrong. He, If he said, like, no, he looks jet-lagged to me, that would be good. Right. I think with Booker T, he's kind of like... Um, the announcers love him because he's just fun, silly, goofy, and they just they can kind of shit on him, and he rolls with it, you right. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I forgot what match it was, but he was, like, saying, like, uh, uh, I guess, like, the shield, like, an angle. Like, they couldn't do it. They're not going to beat him. And then at the end of it, he's like, I knew that they could do <laughs> it. I knew that they would win. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think it is. I think it's a Michael Cole thing. I feel like he does that to Booker T. You like, think they just did, like, it, it, like, I feel like if I did an improv show, like, with someone who kept doing that, like, after, like, uh, six months, probably, because I'm not that confrontational <laughs> with that kind of stuff, yeah. I'd, I'd be like, hey, man, like, what's going on? Like, you, it looks like you don't like any of my ideas. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, Michael Cole, I think, is the guy who, like, when you're like, hey, I got your pizza. He's like, that's not a pizza. It's a uh, TV. You but know? also, right. keep in mind, like, Michael Cole is the voice of Vince. Oh, oh. Right, he's right. got he's Vince. got the earpiece exactly. So if Vince contradicts something said, he still has to say it. That's what the boss wants. Right, yeah. that's that's a great point. Tell Booker to shut but up. But you notice <laughs> that it, like it kills momentum. Like yeah. you can heel face build a point together. Right, yeah. And like they, like it, King it, and Lawler. They, Perfect. King and Lawler, right. perfectly. He'd be like, "I love the puppies." You know what I mean? I don't like puppies. Yeah, <laughs> perfect <laughs> no, no, example. No. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> God, I love puppies. All right, no, but um, yeah. All right, okay. Moving on to King and um, Jr. We said King and Lawler. Sorry. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. That's what I wanted to put that. No, no, that's what I meant. He does the schizo thing. Oh, you right. See that? The schizo <laughs> announcing. All right. Uh, remember schizo? Does anyone say that anymore? Schizo, no, I was just yeah. thinking that's like somebody's schizo. That's we shouldn't say that. Schizo is something we used to say when we were kids about people being like this schizo. There was when there was no respect for mental health issues at right. all. Schizo and also Spaz. There was a lot of talk about people's life savings when we were kids. Really? Of, it'd be like uh, like what is that? Your whole life savings? <laughs> 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 hold someone holding a penny. Right. Yeah. 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 And, like, <laughs> I don't there's a couple things that are just completely gone. Yeah, I mean, right, as, anyway. a, as a kid, when you don't have a savings account, yeah, any money you have on you is your life savings. Yeah, yeah was it your life savings? <laughs> With a lot of digs about, um, and and your mom being fat, obviously, that's right. a oh, classic. Yeah. All right, so, um, uh, <laughs> okay, so all right, let's get into the female division a little bit, and we got to cash in on that. But um, uh, so, I I came to this conclusion yeah. that I said to you today. Uh, about Alexa Bliss, where I was watching her in the ring, and um, obviously I'm a big fan, and um, uh, I was like, oh, it's kind of amazing. 
Alexa Bliss, I think, is the star mm-hmm. out of all of them. Like, all the wrestlers who came out of NXT, yeah. all the women, like, the four horse women, yeah. Charlotte, Alexa Bliss has what I like in mm-hmm. wrestling. Like, when she was in the middle of the ring on Raw, she captivated that crowd in a way where I was like, do you, do you guys understand how difficult that is? Right. What were you saying? Well, I was just, uh, I remember, like, when the four horse women were in NXT, like, I was always curious, like, why isn't Alexa Bliss part of this? Because right. she hits all the checkpoints. Like, she's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, That's she cool you noticed that that early. I did not. Uh, and also, she's beautiful. Like, yeah. she's kind of like a like a modern-day throwback to, like, Trish Stratus. Yes. yes. Like, um, she is the star. Yes. She right. has potential to be... Like the best female superstar. Like she's still growing. Yeah. She's super young. Yeah. Her ring works gets better and better. My whole thing is that like I think her matches are decent and they just don't get popped for some reason. Like, right. like she like I almost think she like can't throw people in a way where the mat sounds good enough or something. Yeah, she's really small. Yeah. Right. It's, it's hard to work uh, yeah. with her. Like uh especially if she's the heel and she has to be the dominant one. Um, she's got to like really work around her size because yeah. it's going to be so much bigger than her. But she does some good spots, and they just like in the ring come off like um, like the lightest two hundred five or something. Like they, they, yeah. they like they don't, they don't um. Neville had this problem when he first started wrestling. When he first started on the main roster, where like he felt too fluid, right? Like he felt like it yeah. was like oh he's like too much of an acrobat. And now he's like corrected that in a way where it's like I'm like move this guy up like he's yeah. amazing and now he's walked out who knows what's going on right. with him. Yeah, no, I feel the same exact way about Alexa Bliss, and I said this like a few episodes ago. Like it's only been two years since she left NXT, and like every when she got drafted, I was like, why are they bringing her up? Right, and over and, Bailey, and every every match she's had since. Since then, she's just improved, 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 improved. And now she's doing, like, her in-ring work. Like, I started watching that specifically. Like, again, like, the stuff that I like. Like, she's moving with confidence. She works kind of snug. Everything she does looks, like, real. Like, her her strikes look real. And everything from, like, that to little things where, like, when she, like, stands up and, like, flips her hair back over her head, everything seems deliberate. Yeah. For the purposes of, like, getting that... Entertainment across, right? Put it like this: What is uh, what is uh, Sasha Banks's gimmick? Uh, I mean, when she was heel, you know, um, fuck, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> right, what is Charlotte's gimmick? She's uh, a flare. Yeah, nepotism. Right, so yeah. what's Bailey's gimmick? Uh, oh, uh, best friend, cuddly girl. Right, she's got the gimmick. She's got the clearest yeah. gimmick, but no, but uh, is is lacking with connecting with the crowd and right. and uh, her acting there, which I think she can learn. Yes. I'm, I'm on record it's a saying skill. that Bailey, what she needs to do is very learnable. It's just tough if they're going to be like, hey, main event WrestleMania is so soon, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, Alexa Bliss's gimmick. Well, I think. Well, I, th- well, 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 I was going to say Becky Lynch because I just wanted to hit the last oh, one. What's, what's her gimmick? Steampunk, huh? right. Uh, right? She's the biggest offender to me because right. I'm like, why are you steampunk? What I don't understand it. I'm like, you, you realize you buried yourself here, right? Like by just not being clear. You're better, yeah. So yeah, yeah Alexa Bliss, go. Uh, she's that hot cheerleader from high school that you'll never get with. Hundred percent. So Jay, a guy on our show, he's put it as <laughs> I, I, I always say this. I think it's so fucking good. Jason Shapiro on the show, he was like, her gimmick is 
she's that girl who wrote that sorority letter that went viral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the one that Michael Shannon read on yeah. Funny or Die. Yeah. He's like, she's that. She's the worst sorority girl ever. Right. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's perfect. Like, yeah, you know exactly what that is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, she, I hate her guts, but I'm so attracted to her. Uh, me yeah. too. I mean, Actually, I feel the same way. Story of my life. I'm just, I, I'm saying that's that's what people are thinking. I'm yeah. not making a statement. No, I'm saying I'm making, no, a, I'm making think, a statement. Honestly, I'm like very into her. I have a full on crush on her. Uh, but, but but like not in a creepy way. Right. I don't think I'm not gonna slap her on the butt like that kid. Did. Oh my like, god! I, uh, I yeah. saw that. I did, yeah, I did feel like that kid like was trying to like touch the wrestlers and happened to hit butt. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, no excuse for it. It seemed pretty. Cal- no excuse calculated. For I mean, yeah. the excuse is he's like he was like he's 10, 10, right? What's he gonna, yeah. What are you gonna do? But yeah, no. She, uh, I speaking of being like a ten year old, like she's a perfect example of like a wrestler. Where if I imagine myself as a kid watching WWE now, I I would just be enamored with her. Because, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like it yeah, would, it's it's so clear. Yeah, like I I used to feel that way uh, with like the cat, just like the yeah. really cute Kitty cat blonde girl. <laughs> That's from, uh, from the wedding crush. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. well, I mean, yeah. Um, King's. She girl. used to date it, the <laughs> king, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but no, Alexa was like obviously yeah. like it's. Ugh, I can feel how annoying it is that we're all like ogling her and also. Uh, 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 I don't think I'm ogling her. I think it's 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 she's. It's the same as well. I mean, it gets. It just works. This is such a deep thing where it's like it's a male. So wrestling. So you can't say that like I was talking to Zig about this before we recorded. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, what the swamp will say is, "Oh, well, the guys are in their underwear. They're wearing less than the than the women are." And it's like, well, no, That's no, so dumb. it's dumb because it's a male fantasy. It's not a female fantasy. Like wrestling, like that type of thing is not a female fantasy. And so when you say, because uh, I was about to compare saying. That you know, Roman is obviously a good-looking guy. She's obviously a good-looking girl. It, it, you can't really make that comparison. But I don't think there's anything wrong with being like this. This performer, this actress, is gorgeous and is good at her job. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. I and mean, that's just yeah. the business. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, right. Like they're yeah. Uh, uh, totally. I yeah. yeah. We live in sensitive times. Yeah, they're, they're, all, look, I mean, they're all. I, I know products. I'm not a creep. I know I'm not. A they're creep. all products. Yeah, creep. yeah. They're all products. Like, no one has more respect for women than me. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So she just so I really think she is going to be like one of the best female wrestlers of yeah. all time. Yeah. Because of just because what matters matters, and this pivots perfectly into the next thing, which is that Elias is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like the guitar thing works. Like I don't I don't really know anything about him. I well, just know he plays he was a jabroni in NXT. Total jabroni. And, and, and Alexa like, Bliss was a jabroni in NXT also. He had it was like, all about the four horse women and yeah. like and and they didn't like her. Yeah. Sasha Banks specifically did not like Alexa Bliss. Yeah. yeah. And Kayfabe? No, non Kayfabe. Shoot. 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 <laughs> Shoot. Elias right. too. Elias had like go home heat. Like he people didn't were not into that character in NXT. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. They hated it. I always thought it was really cool. They debuted it incredibly. But if you compare it to Bobby Roode, you're like, what is Bobby Roode? Right. He's glorious. <laughs> He's the Which is song. what? It's a song, uh, and Ziggler co- being like you're just a song almost yeah. hurts Rude so bad. Yeah, it's almost like if someone really was like Kevin Owens, you're fat. <laughs> you yeah, <know>? like, <laughs> in NXT, it made it was when he was a heel. His whole thing was, uh, you know, we're gonna get these 
these South Florida rednecks yeah. out of the stu- out of the audience. I'm going to replace you with business, you know, CEOs, yeah. Fortune 500 companies. Yeah. You're not going to even be here to watch me perform. It's going to be the elite. You know, so when he was a heel, that worked. Where he's right. like, I'm this, I'm this attraction that is too good for you, rednecks. Yeah. Now he's a face. Wearing a flare robe. Wearing a flare robe and yeah. with a with a with a song that everyone loves to sing. And like Roddy, he I he saw him cut this one promo against Roddy Shaw that was so good where he was just like talking about how like yeah you got yourself like a halfway decent wife <laughs> yeah yeah and he's just like your kid seems not retarded yeah yeah <laughs> and it was like <laughs> so it was great like, I, he was giving like backwards compliments yeah that were like so cutting in a way where it was like yeah like and he's like a real handsome jack dude it was like right. how is this guy a face like is there's no way possible this no, guy's no. a face yeah he should be a heel and he should be just telling them telling Twelve thousand people. The problem is that too many wrestlers them. should be face uh, heels. True. So I you're think, like, what yeah. do you what do you do with that? Exactly. Almost every wrestler, the way to fix them is like, turn them heel. Yeah, it, it, it's always the case. Right. But, uh, I think it's I, be- yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, I just don't think like Vince really wants too strong of characters because they are all byproducts of this one big product, which is WWE. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, um, if 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 one wrestler outshines too uh, too much, you know, uh, and it's not the top guy, it's it's oh, trouble for business, you know. Yeah, it's, because of, then they yeah. can move on and they can go somewhere it's else. Like a prison, I also think prison like, of mediocrity. Part right. of like putting Jinder Mahal as the champion and also not booking him like he's the champion, like in time slots and stuff, is like, hey, like that's part of like, hey, everybody's important here, right? Like yeah. every superstar is like big time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Uh, all right. Last point. Alicia Fox. So I had two points about Alicia Fox. I wrote down a point about her before she won that match. Uh-huh. She is the leader of the role. I'm like, all right. You give her a lot of shit. You think she's awful. Yeah. I like her like crazy. Gimmick. I'm gonna go back on what I said. You don't. You like it? Well, okay. So I. I think we just need a justification for it. Right. I think it's like if she was broken, Alicia Fox, which yeah. is actually, well, like, not, don't call her that, obviously. Yeah. But if you could tap into broken Alicia Fox energy right. by, which they did with the t-shirt thing. Yeah. Where she was like, I, I've been here 10 years. I don't have a t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's got a real chip on her shoulder. Cool. If she started being like, I get no respect, like that, that would be, that I think will make this work because the character is like. You need these big characters. Yeah, you need them. Well, that's what I want. I want her to go fully into like Luna Vachon territory, crazy, where she's like cutting promos, like Sasha, yeah. ah, like that kind of like that level of just like insanity. I need her to go fully into because like right now she is still kind of like in this like weird bad acting mid range thing. But the reason I'm gonna go back on what I said was that at the end of the day, her winning, her getting pushed, and her winning yeah. that. Uh, that thing is um, uh, is an opportunity for a black woman. Uh, again, like the same Oscar thing. This person who's not a traditional wrestler getting a push, getting an opportunity. I'm I'm for that. Yeah. So I'm gonna back off of Alicia Fox. Okay, sweet. Um, totally. But she also like she finally got a shirt, which is fashion. Um, it, it still plays into what I'm saying. Like they're gonna give her a push for a little bit, right. and then they're gonna pull back on it, and then push someone else because they right. don't want someone to, anyone to shine. That's so too fascinating. Much. Yeah. Yeah. That that, like, that that is really interesting. They do that. Like Kevin Owens was like shining pretty hot for a minute, and then they brought yeah. him back. Same with AJ. Yeah. You 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 come to a WWE show to watch the WWE product, not the specific wrestlers. Right. Yeah. But doesn't it seem like if they were it's to, very like, Dickensian. Like if they were, <laughs> shouldn't they like try to like? I guess in the Rock and 
Stone Cold era, you had these guys who then pulled everything up with them. Yeah. And so now they're worried that they don't have, well, they obviously don't have that. But also look at what Vince went through with, uh, like, uh, the with Outsiders. <laughs> well, with the he Outsiders. He was a in my side. And, and, and with Austin, like, yeah, he yeah. took his ball and went home, and then the whole product really fell apart Shit. when yeah, Stone right. Cold yeah. left. You're right. You know? So they really, they, they, they really diversified their portfolio. Yeah. I yeah. think, like, John Cena got his push because he's so hardworking, not necessarily because he was that good. He's. Right. Fucking incredible now. I've oh, really? Why don't you tell that to this lady? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's hard to hear, but it is really funny. All right, so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. All right, all right. So, uh, I mean, there's more to say. Uh, Sami Zayn, I thought, did a great job. Just to go back on, Sami Zayn's doing a great job as a heel. His first promo I didn't yeah, like, yeah, yeah. past two have been good. Don't like that he lost clean to Orton. Why can't he just low blow Orton? He almost he gave a low blow and lost, which is even yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't like that. Anyway, okay. Last point I want to make, and then we're out of here. You guys, you good? Yeah. AJ Styles. Yeah. Uh, incredible, right? Yes. Incredible talent. One might say phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, one might say phenomenal. I um. He, in interviews, always says, like, hey, actually, they brought me here at the right time. Mm-hmm. I, I can't shake the thing of, like, what a fuck up. This guy should have been at WB since he was, like, 20. Right. Like, I mean, maybe thir- at least 30. Right. Like, I, I don't think so at all. You think at 40? I think in this era, yeah. Right. After Daniel Bryan and CM Punk kind of opened up the floodgates to like smaller guys, but right. like if he came in when like Dave Batista and John Cena were getting pushed, it's just he would have he would have been uh, lower card or like dark matches. I guess that's a good, that's a good point because obviously the booking is totally different. So like yeah, in time wise, there like they, we didn't have guys the size of Kevin Owens. So I mean, and Daniel Bryan, it's a good point. But it's like it's so sad to me that like this guy is like clearly. I mean, what do we got? Two years left of him. Uh, he's forty years old. I yeah. mean, how much more? How? But he moves better than anyone else. I mean, I, I think I, I don't know. I just think he's like a freak of nature. Um, yeah, I think I think he's yeah. going to be around for maybe another you, like five years or so. Yeah, you I mean, think at forty-five he can wrestle like that? Hey, man, through Christ, all things are possible. So. Well, I mean, yeah, he does have him on his side. He does walk with him. <laughs> he walks with Elias and Christ. Christ, those are the two guys that I I walk with, and I, and I walk along. Which is with Batista, right. which doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I, I just like it's just. To, I think to me, the guy is so talented that you're like, how does that guy slip through cracks? But you, you, you brought me down. Like you gave me my zen. Like I am, uh, I'm keep operating under this like assumption that this r- wrestling was always this good, this fair, this yeah. logical. Yeah. yeah. Well, he came in so hot for yeah, like, the Jericho feud because he just came from the fucking Bullet Club in New yeah. Japan. You know, if he came in WWE earlier, he wouldn't have this rich history in TNA, uh, having already had like incredible matches with Kurt Angle. Right. Um, and also, like, the Bullet Club is about to take over WWE eventually. You know, like, yeah. Well, I mean, they're uh, going to buy the Bullet Club feud. brand it's, or something. They have to. They'll they probably to. buy because the shirts in the crowd are like distracting. Oh, it's so yeah. many. Yeah. All right, last point I want to make. Uh, I know we keep saying so. Batista in Blade Runner was pretty good. Yeah, I saw it this He's weekend. Becoming a fine actor for yeah, himself. I loved it. Uh, yeah. what did, you, did you see oh, it? I, I haven't seen it, but it's, it's I, the first scene. If you want to just sneak into the theater, here's how, this, here's, how here's how that went with me and my girlfriend watching it. You know, he comes on the screen. I go, ah, oh, it's Batista. She goes, who? Oh, never mind. Same thing. I go, he's a wrestler. 
and yeah. she doesn't ever doesn't care. care. Yeah, doesn't fucking care. Yeah, Dave Dave Bautista and like The Rock always had like a bit of a competition. I felt like because they were always like the second guy. And which know, guy? Which one's Cold. winning? Um, the Rock. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, The Rock financially yeah, yeah, yeah. and like blockbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batista is like the the actor. He's I like think an actual actor. I think yeah. he's a better actor. Yeah. Than The Rock. The Rock is a motivational not, speaker. Not. Yeah, he is. The Rock is more of a The Rock than and Batista is actually like he he like blends into these movies, not yeah. distractingly. Like, yeah. One thing that's helping him is he's looking old. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he look old. Those little is, tiny glasses. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you're right. He is the actor. Yeah. You know, I heard a story. I've said this in the podcast. I have a friend who works at Marvel, and he told me the story about how, like, Marvel's policy was that we don't cast pro wrestlers. Huh. We, like, they were like, we're done casting wrestlers. Uh, I don't know how confidential this was, but whatever. It's, uh, you know, he's. Uh, and he said something like, you know, WWE's always trying to be like, hey, put Triple H as like a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think they're like, no, it doesn't. They probably had specific examples that I haven't heard that didn't work. And they said, like, their gimmick is like, we hire an actor and we beef him up. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And apparently Batista came in and fucking just nailed it. Yeah. Like, he, he earned that role, the Gal- Guardians of the Dra- Galaxy. Drax or whatever his Drax name is. Drax the Destroyer yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He earned that role so hard, apparently. Like, yeah. he, they, he, like, blew them away. Great. Yeah. Good for him. Good for Dave Batista. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy for him. I never liked him in WWE. Uh, he's garbage. He's, yeah. he's not he was never a good Yeah, actually like in ring he's not a good wrestler, but in ring he had like fun moments. He yeah. like figured out his spots and his yeah. taunts in a way that I was but like it, it was always the same thing. It was kinda like watching an ultimate warrior match. I mean right. he literally did the same But there's taunt, always a place for you know? it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a place for that guy, and there's always a place for a guy who looks like that. But he like is so bad on the mic, like cutting promos. He's just yeah. like so stiff. It's it's amazing that he's like a good actor. Like, I find that amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean it must be just so different. Like small, like you're you're in a set. There's a camera. There's a crew. Right. You, it's quiet. I also heard yeah. he's a very shy guy. Oh, I, I bet. He oh, seems, he's so much. He I heard him on. I recommend he was on Anna Ferris's podcast. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, it was like a two parter, I think. And he talks about coming up, like his whole. Very modest guy. Guy was like so down on his luck. Had kids yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. He was a bouncer and he like got a WWE like tryout out of like nowhere. Yeah. But, like he's like a story of just like, man, this guy needed it. And like yeah. he's so big. And yeah. You could see that's why he's like super grateful. Yeah. That it affects his work. It's why he takes it so seriously. Yeah. I and mean, that's what I love about wrestling in general is it's every time you're watching it, most of the time you're seeing somebody's literal dreams come true yeah, yeah. and it's just great mm-hmm. and guys on that note uh, uh, put all the rest of the cash-ins at the end I apologize guys there was so much to cover this week I'm sure we missed stuff uh, I know we have a cash-in uh, somebody saying that Drew Gulak is great that was very important <laughs> in this crowded in this crowded week to mention Gulak true uh, and then we have something about all right, this isn't this last thing. I know we're gone, but this is the one where Zig was like, I don't know who this is. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Uncle Johnny Joe representing the Nation. Uh-huh. And I'm here to cash in today on the Raw Women's Division. Three months ago, this division was a little, little, little. Not so little, if you know what I mean. He was pretty weak with Bailey and all that. But lately, my goodness, isn't this division just great with the debut of the Asukas <laughs> and Alicia Fox? Fox, man, we got. 
first Midwestern listener. A Midwestern? I mean Southern? This is not a Fargo accent? All right. It sounds like he's holding a gun. <laughs> All right. Thank anyway, you for hey, calling on everybody. your Nokia phone. Um, guys, <laughs> I barely, I at the wire for the SmackDown here. Uh, f- uh, fuck, man. Uh, uh, I will, uh, it, it's great, man. It's great. Not enough Kevin Owens this week. That's all I'll say. Anyway, hey, uh, PJ, anything you want to plug? <laughs> no. Any any match we can watch on YouTube or something you, you want to tell people to uh, check out? Or I mean, something? If, you, if you Google the Nerdy Boys yeah. uh, or like my old name Johnny Ender, you could probably see some of my matches. Like Ender's online. Game. Yeah, that's exactly where I got it from. Yeah, yeah baby. Because you were one of those insects. Uh, yes, okay. I was. Uh, Newman, anything to plug? Uh, no, just Nick Tulo. Look, <laughs> get some help. Okay, it looks like you're going to plug uh, Nick too low. Uh, hey, everybody, middle. look, thank you for your continued listenership and support. Remember, you can oh, catch it. Yeah, I do have actually something to plug. Uh, Sunday at uh, 8 o'clock, at, 8 the o'clock Pack at the Pack Theater, Los Angeles. There's a Bing Bong Industries show, which is like a comedy collective that I'm cool. a part of with Zig. It's going to be sketch comedy Dope. and puppets mm. and digital stuff, digital oh. content. Uh, Bing Bong Industries. Check them out. Okay. And uh, hey, everybody, don't forget to get your mumps vaccines. Keep watching wrestling. <laughs> Kisses. Well, cows of wrestling, uh, it's Matt Laundresen, a.k.a. Oh No, This Guy Again, uh, calling in at 1941 military time, uh, just in the middle of uh, washing my clothes. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in cash in, and uh, I want to say... Uh, Drew Gulak is great and super underrated. Uh, the promo he caught on Monday was, uh, one of, was so good and funny. Uh, I loved it when he did Enzo's thing. And he's, he's a great wrestler, too. He, doesn't even, he hasn't even been wrestling too much in the WWE, but he's real good. And I think they should give him a chance and give him a push because uh, uh, Drew Gulak is great. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to see more of him. Uh, thank, thanks to Enzo for, for losing his voice so that could happen. Uh, anyway, thanks for getting more comedians on. I look forward to, uh, to hearing more. Uh, hi, hi, John Gabris. Uh, uh, cool. Okay, bye. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 